but we all know you look like a farter. Some people just have the look. They look like a farter. Yeah, you could tell by how crispy her hair was. She looked like a farter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that dry, crispy hair tells you all. Oh. Not a dry, crispy ass, apparently. No, no. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. How is your dwelling? Is it mostly made of pulps and cements? It's fucked. <laughs> <clears throat> How's it going? Good, man. How are you? Uh, sure I've you, been better. Sure you've been better. I've been Can better. I give you the dumb dad thing? I've been better. <laughs> Ain't nothing worse than being sick. I gotta tell you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's why it's called sick. That's it's what it is. From the highest of WrestleMania highs oh, to the lowest Ooh. of COVID lows. Hans Here I Robin. sit. He lost on the big stage. Mm-hmm. Now he's just middling. Yeah. Losing matches to Doink the Clown. For those that don't know, I've been home... Uh, Wait, welcome to the Jerk Practice Podcast. I'm Hans. Um, Case. Uh, and I've had COVID for six days now. Uh, and my wife, who's a little my bit wife. anti-WWE, is putting it all on Road <laughs> hey. to WrestleMania, even though somebody no, tested positive before the other person that... Eh, just saying. Road to testing positive, I'm thinking. Yeah. Cody... Night Did national Cody nightmare. A, a COVID kiss. <laughs> he was Ooh, uh, right in my mouth. Co- like a smoke ring. Is my f- he instantly became like my favorite baby face in the last few years. He is oh, precious. The way he took oh, his man. time with those fans as going in and the smooches oh, and just the- everybody gets a pure pure talent with those selfies. Pure. Oh yeah, he's a sweetheart. He the only other person who had the same charisma, but I couldn't get over just seeing Ric Flair's face on a sexy female body is Charlotte Flair. She was yeah, just can't get over it. She was she was a queen amongst queens though. But yes, she does look just like her father, but with a rockin' bod. And Ric Flair's no slouch in the bod department. No, I was gonna you. say I don't know what to tell you. I don't know which way to go. But she bested two Jersey girls. One, I can't think of her name, but <laughs> she's really copping uh, uh, Harley Quinn's style. You know what I'm talking about. Oh, is it Alexa Bliss? I think, yes, it is. And then some she's from like, Columbus. Beep, beep, beep. Oh, no, then it can't be. Then it's another, un- unless unless they're giving her born. Then there was another, I forget her name. Oh, so good, too. Jersey girl, long black hair as heel as heel ever they're just booing her ass the whole time and then she goes hold on hold on before you boo again i just want to tell you to sit down and shut the hell up (laughs) i was like whoa she's the best heel out here and i've seen 25 heels so far fucking fun i couldn't wrestle for shit yeah i could do slaps chops yeah yeah second rope jumps that's me but just could you imagine being in there where like and that's the whole job is just yeah. like get a reaction clearly even if people are screaming you suck oh, you suck you're like ding oh. i did my job now i just need people to say you suck twice as much you're gonna like, how much fun would that be just to antagonize fucking 
15,000 people. Best male heel of the night, L.A. Knight. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. He LA comes Knight. out. Also, the name doesn't fit because doesn't no, have like a does. cowboy jacket. Yeah, yeah, yep. short hair. Yep. He's like a hunk. Yeah, it does. So L.A. Knight. Nothing knightly about him. He. Uh, yeah, it he does. Looks he, L.A. I mean, he's. Yeah, I guess it's just because he's. You know. Oh, there wasn't the German heels too, though. Uh, oh, those guys are the best. <laughs> they were fucking crazy. Optimum. Uh, what were they? Aluminum. What were their names? They oh the... no, it's not. It's not ultimatum. Uh, it's, it's very like... close to that, though. Optimal. I. They're just nazis which is great they're nazis i was, like, I was like oh shit they just they went like ah we can't it's too like i think it i think we can do it i think we can make them because they they're the they're the color men for gunther no, no gunther gunther it used to be called gunther his name's walter now he's called the ring general he used to come in he looked like rommel <laughs> yes he used he to does. come in like a like a the desert swept oh, coat oh and he's like seven foot tall yeah, seven foot huge. tall german guy which yeah. you don't see anymore like he looks like we were sharing pictures of uh 20 strongmen yeah yeah, like yeah. he looks like just the strongest jaw you ever saw work at a circus and then moonlight as a bouncer in a grog shop it's perfect because everybody can unite around because it's not even a modern day german it's he's literally no. they literally look like they stepped out of 1938 Varmont, oh, they got the greasy you know? hair. Like they uh, go full Nazi yeah, without doing without the Schwarzenegger. Like doing the they're um, Aryan. Fucking what they're they're pure Aryans. They're, that's yeah. what that's what they are. So they were good, but L.A. Knight comes out and everybody's booing his ass, uh, and uh, he's like, "All right, Garden, I just want to tell you, it's an honor to be standing right here where Michael Jordan dropped two nickels on your nicks." <laughs> He's like, they suck. He's like, am I wrong? Tell me I'm wrong. And I was just like, oh, this guy's great. He didn't go MJ. He should have gone Reggie. No, if you really want to get them that New York crowd into a froth, that would have been good. He uh, that so the show, yeah, wrestling is not about the match, though it is. And we had some awesome ones. We had an 18 man over the ring, which is just pure chaos. That's what I told you. Anybody listening, if you if you want to stick stick your toe into wrestling. If it comes to your town or anywhere near you, make sure that it is not a taping of SmackDown Raw or be it AEW, one of the the shows yeah. they broadcast. Make sure it's a house show because then you're going to get the purest form of the sideshow circus of wrestling because there's no storyline involved right. all these guys just get to be their character like you got to see an 18 man free for all yeah. that has no implications other than it to showcase 18 characters that's it and it was all oh my god like it's like boo, christmas boo, morning boo, getting was that in there. oh yeah. ricochet uh oh uh shame uh shamus What's his fucking name? Oh yeah, the Celtic warrior. The Celtic warrior, and then the Scottish warrior too. War, war, warsmith, warhammer. What's his name? Oh, it's um Drew McIntyre. McIntyre. <laughs> he was the first one out. The show is not about. He's sick. He had COVID. You got COVID from Drew McIntyre. Probably. The show is not about the match. The show is about the entrance. Oh, everything else. And yeah. the the talking, like when those. Because at the garden, at any place, but you know, you got the big old box oh, in the, the center. It's, it's all tough. about the it. fucking logo the and the music. When that shit slams up and people get worked up one way or the other, it is 
fun. I mean, I know I've talked about it on the podcast before, but the house show that Ash and I saw, they had Rusev, who mm-hmm. was just like, he's Bulgarian, so they were like, well, we can't lean in all in on Russian. <laughs> so he's a Russian next door neighbor right. that acts like Ivan Drago. He's a satellite. So he has a video promo talking shit about America. He walks down, everyone's booing him, and then Triple H comes on the screen and like praises Rusev for his skill. So everyone's like, the bosses say it, he's the best. Fuck bosses. We hate bosses. <laughs> so it got everyone was at a froth. Like you could feel the tension in the room. And then you hit that which is John Cena's music. He didn't even cut a promo. They played his music and he ran full fucking speed like a scud missile and then through the ropes and the match started and people were Went losing nuts. their mind. I lost my mind because you're just like, it hit yeah. You. yeah, like a bullet out of here, a gun. Here man. comes Superman. Here yeah. comes. That's cool. Shut these people up. I'm sick of hearing their shit. They, uh, it's that simple. It's so good. The color man is, uh, is something to behold too. The guy you never see him. He's got to hold the show together. He's got a nice suit. Tell him I've done some amateur wrestling. He's the guy who's got to sell the shirts. It was the <laughs> fucking ugliest shirt you ever saw. Hustle back to the just, merch table. <laughs> just this shirt, and he's like, "But the best part, everyone." I was like, oh, "The show's been pretty amp so far." Turn the shirt around. It says, "I was here," and that's you. <laughs> I was like, "Oh man." Oh, the generic shirt. The generic shirt. And then they gave a lifetime achievement belt to a guy who's just been to every WWE garden show. I think his name was Adam. They're like, Adam, this belt's for you. Oh, he deserves it. (laughs) Yeah. He had a great seat, man. That's a lot of nachos. Oh, God. Oh, but it was. If you've been to every (laughs) WWE show, you're probably not drinking big beers because that's a lot of shows and that's a lot of brews. Yeah, yeah. No, he had a Coke. He's a snack man. Big Cokes. Oh, my God. You know how much a popcorn was? Was $18 for a box, a striped box of popcorn. Oh, get that nickel box. Fucking A, man. Nothing. Just sat sitting alone watching wrestling. Chose uh, I was in the I was in the high seats, but it wasn't that full, so I had my own space. Uh, just put my feet up, get some Heck whistling, yeah. get some tooting. Kids, how be- long was the show? Like um, two hours? Let's see. Started at seven and it ended around ten thirty, so it was pretty good. Nice long That's show. Nice. Yeah. Oh, they because the- they had me. They they shamed me walking in because I rode my bike there, so I had to bring my bike helmet in. They're like, whoa, whoa, mm-hmm. whoa, whoa. No motorcycle helmets in here, buddy. And I was like, that's <laughs> my bicycle helmet. And they're like, all right, helmet. hold on. And they had to bring a guy over, and he went and looked at him and went, it's a bike. Yeah, it's, like it's, a bi- it's a bike helmet. Hey, bikey, nice <laughs> helmet. Yeah, it's like, all right, take it easy. I don't want anyone to steal my helmet, so I got to bring it with I me. I did have to bring it in. And it was full of outside candy and popcorn. Should have. Should have lined it. Ugh. But that no, was... Ash and I saw it SmackDown taping, and that shit was like long, arduous, four hours long. Because they're filming the show, so they got to do all the segments and then commercial break. Although we did get to see, I think Brock Lesnar suplexed John Stewart, oh. <laughs> which was <coughs> worth the price of admission. Because I think it was the episode after oh, um, Summer That's Summer scary. Slam. Yeah. 
Uh, so John Stewart had it part of the storyline, which I was like, I love John Stewart even more. And after seeing this, I was like, my man could sell white gloves to someone with a you know uh, ketchup popsicle, right. like because he's you know like oh, you had a great match last night, Brock, and you may have proved me wrong. And then Brock Lesnar suplexes him, and John Stewart because he's a dad goes down shirt. Up around his <laughs> armpits. So he's just full dad bod naked midsection. Nice. And he didn't try to, he just laid there. Because that was the bit before the commercial. So he just laid in the middle of the ring with nearly his shirt off. That's scary. Until the EMTs so like come that. in to like help him up. So he's like, right. gets up. And then he can finally readjust himself. <laughs> just like, oh man, he sold him that shirt just almost went whoop. That is that is part of the game that you don't see in the taping is when somebody gets bested in the ring, they have to get off of the ring. Yeah, and like a big taping, yeah. they'll probably you know come in and wheel them off maybe. But at a house the show, journey, yeah. these guys, you know, he gets fucking trounced, and then they got to get off stage. Yeah, so then off, they the, do like yeah. the walk of shame, you know, and somebody will come in and they'll have their arm over. Arm they don't have the light on them, out. you know. Uh, it's pretty great. That's true. The outros are the best because if you're selling this match, you gotta and keep it selling. I'm just selling that Hans broke my neck. Yeah, with this finisher, you gotta. I get can't out just of there. pop up and like light a cigarette and be like, "See you later." Uh, the last match ended with um, it was a cage match. It was kind of a bummer. Zane and uh, oh, who's that fucking fuck? Uh it doesn't matter. But uh, they didn't use the cage a lot. Let's put it that way. What? Nah. Don't don't advertise a cage match and not use the I cage. I think they just, they're like, it, they, the cage is accessible to put up. Like, it's the garden. Put a cage up. And then... Don Madison Garden was like one of the Shaws. Like right. one of the fucking Sultans and Bahrain is like, if I get WWE, I want a cage. And they're like, but we don't. These guys aren't really prepared for a cage match. It takes a lot. And he's like, I want a cage. Nobody wants right, to break gonna, their neck at a fucking you're house show off a cage. Most timid cage match you've ever it seen. It was. It was all They're about pretend like. pretend like it's lava. They didn't even. There was one. They they were on the top of the cage for one second just with a slap back and forth. Like a boo yeah, boo yeah slap. And then they both gingerly walked down the cage. <laughs> And then the whole match was basically them, you know, trying to get out the door. Because if, if you walk out the door and you're two you feet, win, you yeah. win. So it was all just like, they didn't even get, door, it, not door only gags? were they not off a cage, they were barely off the mat. Because they were both just crawling over each other to get to the door. <laughs> it just took both for napping. Uh, God, I wish I could think of, uh, it's been it's been a long week. I feel like it's been oh, a I'm year. Sure. I sent you that ad. Which one of your grandfathers do you want to dig up and oh, take to Ukraine? Crazy. Casey sent me this ad that's Is that real? Is that real? It's real. It's totally I I took that picture cuz I was like I don't believe this. But it's it's on Twitter in particular. <laughs> it's an ad. And I sent it was like this is the most jerk practice of things I've ever seen. And now subsequently Every day I've seen it two or three times. Different you forms. you clicked it probably. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't click it. I don't want that <laughs> shit on my... <laughs> took a picture, which is probably the same thing. Um, but it was like how the elderly can help the U.S. military. And the ad was 
elderly join up i was like how hard up are we right now who's not telling me the truth yeah what's going on i mean if they're trying to conscript the walmart greeters (laughs) yeah to fucking i don't know fill the jets for top gun like we're (laughs) fucked well there's a lot going on all this xi jinping is meeting with putin like today in putin was in the russia yesterday i was like he's hitting it they're doing exactly what they're they're doing a they're they're pushing a man to the brink. He's a piece of shit. But I I'll tell you what I'll tell you what I do if somebody's like if you fucking uh stop moving, we're gonna arrest you. I'm gonna keep my ass moving. That's oh, it. Yeah. So I mean, now he's got a fucking price on his head. So you, I guarantee you, he's not coming to the table in in a hundred and twenty of these countries. By the way, by the way, uh, the the is it the CCP? Whoever put out mm-hmm. so somebody put out yeah. war crimes against Putin. Uh, or uh, it wouldn't be CCP. That's the Chinese Communist Party. That's not CCP. It's ICP. It be, um... It's the Insane Clown Posse. <laughs> <laughs> you would think the opposite. You think they'd be very much like they're going to throw an orange soda at his head and not um, giving a fuck. No, well, whoever it is, whatever, whatever, it's a hundred and twenty country. The Fago communal. company. It's the Fa- It's it's Michigan's Fago's own. Uh, but it's it's a uh, hundred and twenty country communal that uh-huh. is not recognized by China, but, yeah. Russia, or the United States. <laughs> so we don't even recognize them. But yet you don't hear that here. We're like, no, no, oh, shit. you know why we don't recognize it? Because they're like. Also, like a lot of your guys, we want and we're both like, bushes. Nah, we want so. Herbert Walker Bush's bones. Yeah. We want George W. Bush's cowboy hats and boots. <laughs> I want him painting in the Hague. We want George Washington's knee buckles. Like, they no, no, yeah. The United States doesn't want to give back all that it's Nazi confusing. gold. I promise. Oh yeah, no shit. Because they want fucking what's his name? Fucking Kissinger. Yeah. He's on that list. We know it. I'm amazed. What we're not ready to fucking just lay his ass Give on the up. chopping block? Jesus I Christ! Would. What what secrets does that man smoking own? in bars? Yeah, giving the world oh, Kissinger. Kissinger would be fucking <laughs> de- hand deliver, hand sealed deliver. You're, He's but, yours. <laughs> put that app. I'd put that apple in his mouth. Fuck Send yeah. him over on the spit. Absolutely. Because Henry's a man of the fucking... HK, I'm going to send you to Canada. No, this is you're going to Montreal. He yeah, gets it... off. It's fucking Ho Chi Minh City, motherfucker. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Enjoy Cambodia. Uh, yeah, because Kissinger is a, is a, a kiss-assinger. Like, he's all about... From the exterior, he looks like Mr. Uh, intellectual Politician, he's but he's a fucking showboat. Yes, exactly. He's a showboat celebritant who is so full of Ooh. shit. Send him to that fucking Rambo 2 fucking mud pit jail. He was Tucker Carlson before Tucker Car- Carlson sitting with at Nixon's face like, oh, Mr. Nixon, you oh, make yeah, such oh. good decisions. Then behind him, he's like, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> Get rid of him, Gerald. Come on, Gerald. <laughs> you weak, Jerry. It it's hard, like when you get was, ca- called out, when you just totally get busted out gossiping. You know, what 
most people oh, are God, guilty of yeah. gossiping. So what does it feel when like? someone turns around and says, "I fucking heard you"? Yeah. You know? So now Tucker Carlson's Ooh. just got like three years of "I fucking heard you." Literally, a text yeah. in the car leaving the racetrack. He's hanging out with Trump. Is <laughs> like his butt smells and his mouth smells like his butt. It's like, oh shit. Have you no like what? Are, is would anyone be surprised? I assume Donald Trump is not surprised. Oh no, because yeah. I'm sure that man is used to. He's like, I know that motherfucker's talking shit about me. Oh, of the course. moment I leave the room, because yeah. everybody talks shit about me. The moment I leave the fucking room. Did you see that crazy video Donald Trump recorded for Truth um, Social? Social about no. the the um, when he gets the death tax on farms. No. no, it is wild case everybody go out there and watch it so he's talking he's just juicing straight down in the camera he's like just want you to know i just remember me farmers in the midwest i'm a man of the people i took the death tax off your farms so you can leave your farms to your kids without putting them in debt that is if you love your and then all of a sudden this tangent goes that's assuming you love your kids maybe you don't and if you don't that's fine but, Don't do a bit. Don't freestyle. It, a oh, bit, he bro. fucking free. It's. I was like, this is fucking. I'm hitting that fucking card like it's a newborn baby. I was like, fall out the fucking kill card. It is Don, fucking. Come on. The the. Do you love your kids? I got a problem with mine. I'm just gotta tell it's you. It's really pretty wild. I I I was like, this is a bit. This is a bit. It's not. He's just. You like, know he has achieved. Like you know he's a celebrity when. He doesn't have a crew of like the TV show West Wing. I know that's fake, but you, there are people that are groomed their entire lives and only want to be the man in the room that like helps you write a speech, right. tells you where to fucking go, helps you like polit. Like that's these people we went to school with. I was on the debate team. Like I know yeah, those yeah. people. Like that's all they want. They love policy. They love fighting. They love the mechanics of law and government. Right. That I has was way over my head. Uh, I just like getting out of school on a Friday and not 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 having it be for football. Right, exactly. Um, no practice. Staying in a hotel in Millbank, like hey, I got one over on you, and they're like, "You have to debate tomorrow," you know. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm used to losing." <laughs> yeah, it's fine. <laughs> um, so the fact that he doesn't have any of those people, and not that he couldn't, he just doesn't want to be told. Yeah. He's wrong. Yeah. Too much work. Yeah. Why not? Just, I'm always, if you're always right, that's amazing. Ignorance is bliss, yeah, I it's, guess. It's a good the... feeling. Yeah. I don't know. Apparently, people are all prepping for his ass to get arrested tomorrow here in New York, which is so stupid. It's so stupid. Yeah. It's all, it's pageantry. fine. He, he committed a crime, but you just, they're like, we're going to have to prepare because he's going to have to do the walk. We're going to have to fingerprint him. It's like, Look, I fucking hate the guy, guy as much as you do, but we're going to pay fucking a half a million dollars so you can tape him walking to the courthouse, <laughs> get his so fingerprints, the and then go and get, get, go, taking his ass home. Just fucking, we know who he is. Skip it. Just, skip, just it. skip it. But they don't want to skip it. Home, like, you, you scumbags took away his fucking snap benefits. Instead of spending a million and a half dollars to fucking give right. NPR, all the fucking NPR heads and MSNBC heads a fucking dopamine burst because they're like, yeah, 
he's in chains for 30 fucking seconds. I know. 30 fucking seconds. There are families in every city in this fucking country who are going hungry because we're going to spend money so you can fucking jerk off to Donald Donald Trump oh, being in jail. Exactly. Fuck you. Go away. All of you. And that, that's the thing I saw, too. It was like, I mean, he's like everybody else. We got to make sure gets fingerprints Bullshit. like shit you f- i guess guess what i bet his fingerprints are on file somewhere my fingerprints are on file somewhere no shit this guy is jesus donnie Christ. was with us when we boosted that bike i know i Come know on, guys i need that harley i need that harley bicycle you paid that hooker Donald to look Trump. the other way <laughs> stormy stormy catch the bike <laughs> caught it with her butt cheeks <laughs> Oh, speaking of fucking taxpayer dollars, I've been meaning to talk to you about this. So, WrestleMania for me on Sunday. Mm, yeah. Life is good, feeling good. Got a big monument going into my birthday week strong. Oh, seeing hell some yeah. WWE. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. Uh, Tuesday morning rolls around. My wife tests positive for COVID and haven't had it. It's literally like almost to the day, three years since covid like really locked things down i'm like yeah fuck. did you guys have it fuck. at all never before? never missed it completely? we had the like that whole thing where it was like oh, i bet we had it nah man yeah, i can't no. taste my coffee or mint it had, hit me last night i've had it for six days and then last night it was like my body could because i wasn't doing anything i wasn't imbibing anything my body just went you're off somehow and, and instantly like i just knew i went I went and opened a vinegar and took a sniff and I went, I can't fucking smell or taste anything. And this is, I thought it was done because this was Tuesday. Okay. So Meg mm-hmm. tests positive. I test negative. Okay. Awesome. Ruby's already at school at this point. Um, mm-hmm. So she does have to go get Ruby, but I test negative. Um, so then I go up to get the mail. And this sucks. Meg's now in the bedroom. She's isolated herself. Go up to get the mail and I look at my block. I'm like, huh. One end of the block's like a, a police cruiser and a fire truck. And I look on the other end of the block and there's an ambulance huh. pulling in and another cop car. And I was like, well, New York, something's going on. It's nothing unusual about four fucking vehicles. And I go sure, in to get the mail, but my buildings open up and I see um, my landlord who also opens the building, uh, owns the building. And I'm like, yeah, what's going on on the block? He's like, that's for us. I was like, what? He's like, the neighbor upstairs, piece of shit. He's like, he won't, uh, he hasn't paid rent in seven months, and now there's water dripping into my apartment, and he won't answer the door. So I had to call the fire department. I was like, well, that explains it. No big deal. There you go. All right. All right. Well, that sucks. I'm Roust sorry. Roust enough squatter. Fucked squat. Yeah, we got a squat. Um, which I, I'll find out why. Well, more to be revealed there. So I go downstairs tell meg like oh it's crazy but she's in the bedroom and then fucking clock put it on a piece of paper and slide it under the door right 15 minutes later a rap at the door dogs go nuts police officer he goes everybody's out everybody's got to get out now i was like what he's like i know you got kids he's like put a coat on them uh you know get them dressed up you gotta and i was like my wife's in the bedroom with covid he's like great well, she's got to get out. And I was like, the dogs? He's like, everybody's got to get out of the building. And I was like, shit. But it wasn't like panicked, right? Not like the building's going to explode. Right. But I was like. Was he giving you the like class, like 
just put upon cop like no it no urgency in his telling you like you gotta get out i should set up the the police officers were actually all really really nice and they had a fucking so anyway so no he was nice but he was stern like doing his job i don't want you fucking walking around your apartment if you your tablet and if he waffles, shit. then you're going to be like, well, and just, you know, you're exactly. going to be like Steve Martin from The Jerk. But then I need this, and then I need this, and then he's like, get the fuck out of your house. So my wife comes out of the bedroom in a mask, giving me the fucking eyes. I was like, I don't know what's going on. And at this point, we live in the basement, so we walk up, and now it's like fucking action movie. You look down, it is every police vehicle you can picture. From, again, fire truck, but now EMS, and now, like, a, a bomb squad truck, and now what looks like a fucking, uh, kind of looked like an armored, um, like an armored, like, bank vehicle, but just, mm-hmm. like, lined, the whole block's blocked off, and then you see different segments of units, so you see the counter-terrorism oh segment. Shit. They got the fucking vest on. You it's see like the G.I. Joe collection. Yes. Like, you're like, oh, that's a yes, different unit. Exactly. They got different shit. That's a different unit. They got different shit. Yes. That's a different unit. They got different shit. You got the guys in the big bomb squad fucking... Oh, fuck. Yeah. You got that. You got, uh, obviously, like, the big bosses, because they got the different colored shirts and the uh, the the ribbons and shit. Um, and then, like I said, cool guy, New York... Uh, NY homicide cops with the badge hanging around their neck, fucking tank top, sweatpants, oh, lanyard badge, Nikes, yeah. or Air Jordans, the '95 Air Jordans. I was like, this guy's fucking cool, but he couldn't have gotten more cooler until I saw. I was like, that guy has his fucking Glock. That's not even in a fucking holster. That's in his fucking underwear band. That guy's fucking hanging. <laughs> he had to go by his fucking undies and shorts he... because you need that extra support. You got to go undies. You got a fucking two pound loaded weapon i was like i didn't know people really did that that guy really did that wow do you play for the giants yeah yeah he looked like he could have been in uh what's that movie with damon waynes and bruce willis last boy scout um oh that's a good look i love that shitty cop short oh yeah block tucked into he just has it in his pocket of his sweatpants that's it. <laughs> like it's his car keys it's so much it, it seems like you're always like be worried and be dropping so everybody's there i'm like what the fuck is going on and they start they shoo us down but they're like they let us sit in our car so we're sitting in the block so i was like meg it's it's not a bomb because or right because we're right <laughs> here like, i would think they'd like clear the whole block then you see they they have the it's a basset hound. They got the dogs, but the dog's not uh-huh. just sniffing our building. He's sniffing all up and down every car on the block, down every building on the block. Like, what the fuck is going on here? This is crazy. <laughs> I think we're in Al-Qaeda. Right. And then, of course, the fucking telephone game starts playing, and somebody's like, there's a, there's a, uh, not crockpot. Oh, pressure cooker. There's pressure, pressure cooker. Co- I was like, oh, oh that's a fucking domestic that's, a- that's some domestic terrorism shit up there and i was like it makes sense there's fucking bomb you know um and they just keep us in the dark and then uh officer newman he's like look we're gonna you got to get the kids some food he comes over all the cops were super nice so they let us drive away we eat we come back it's still going on meanwhile uh go back my wife is tested positive for covid none of us right. have and now we've been sitting in a car with box, her baby. for fucking six hours. Meg, you're riding on the hood. Ugh. So 
uh, we get back and it turns out they were like, all right, we can't tell you much, but it's there was a guy going in and out with a, a like a black case and he kept going in and coming out. And I guess what he was doing is he was taking samples of they found a bunch of chemicals upstairs. So he had to take different samples of these chemicals and they had to go to the forensics lab and test them because if they came back a certain whatever. So we had to wait until they came back. Turns out it was fucking nothing. And that's that's the end. That's all I have is there's a thousand cops for eight hours testing chemicals, and then you're just like you're free to go back inside. But like, it's like I gotta have more than I need more than that, right? Please like, more. So even if they're you guys safe are just chemicals, does this guy have fucking barrels of chemicals or like what is going He's on? He's my fucking neighbor. <laughs> Let me know, please. Turns out the guy hasn't paid rent in seven months because. Uh, He's been spending on chemicals. Because uh, they tried to evict him because he beat up his dad. So he's like, well, then I'm not going to pay you rent. <laughs> I mean, that's not funny, but like... That's not... They <laughs> <laughs> beat up my dad. Poor... It is an older guy, too. Yeah. It's like, fuck me. So, of course, literally, we got back in the house at 10.55. I took a COVID test and tested positive at 10.55, 30 seconds later. So yeah. and I got COVID, and both my kids tested COVID, and that was, was Monday. That was six days ago. And uh, so we've just been sitting in the house. There's a different. I, I don't know. I don't know what it would have been like if we had COVID anywhere else. But that COVID in that small apartment without a fucking laundry machine, without a fucking imagine. washer and dryer. Oh man, stacking up, baby. It is. Oh yeah. That, at least I can't That's smell. That's the moment we moved was when the lockdown started. Mm. In Columbus. Yeah. So we, when we did get, we had, we think we had COVID that February. Yeah. Before all the shit happened. And then we got it like a year ago. I know because I got to use my free, my Joe Biden freebies. (laughs) I know. And I was like, why does everyone feel like shit? And I was like, ah, fuck, we probably got COVID. And we got COVID. I wish it was from WWE. We got it from the fucking circus. Uh, <laughs> Evansville, Indiana. That sounds about right. Which is like the like that is COVID. You might as well have just like accept the fact you got COVID. Yeah, the th- yeah, yeah, the COVID. You're at a shrine. It's not even Shriners. It's something else. Uh, it's like Ringling the Brothers, Shriner. right? Or is Ringling? No, this is a, a big thing. thing. They do in Evansville every, and I was like, every Thanksgiving, the circus comes to town. So Thanksgiving Day proper, Thanksgiving night. Huh. It's the first night of the circus. Interesting. So just a lot of bedraggled dumb dads at the circus, me included. Like, I spent all day eating and drinking. Now I got to go to the circus. <laughs> oh, it's not the night before Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving. No, no, no. It's Thanksgiving night. Oh, that is like, that's school. It 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 feels like school. And then the best and worst part of it is all of the, the Shriners are the clowns in the show. So you get guys who are like crack the knuckles two weeks before, you know, Thanksgiving, working on their clown bits, gimmicks, making funny signs, working on his makeup. And then, of course, you got old Don who just shows up and goes, what are you going to do, Don? He's like, I don't fucking vote clown. I don't know. Vote like, for Come clowns. on, Don, that's not even funny. <laughs> That's Whatever, pretty funny. Yeah. Vote for clowns. I'm run. I'll run with him. <laughs> Don the Shriner, <laughs> smoking in bars. Vote clowns. Oh man, yeah. So I, I don't. 
again, I'm not the first person to test it, so I'm not saying I got it from playing WWE. So I'm sorry. I'm just saying uh, someone does rock shows all the time, whatever. Oh, and then, but then the other thing I found out is my wife was sweating through it because she had organized for my brother Jesse and my cousin yeah. Aiden to come visit and surprise me for my 40th, and they bought oh, shit. like. They bought basketball tickets. We're going to go see a basketball game. And then on top of that, my older brother, Travis, found out. He was like, well, why don't I come surprise him on Saturday? So he was coming. So everything got axed. And then on top of that, I'm still steaming. I'm a scumbag. I'd be like, you guys want COVID? We're going to a fucking basketball game. I know. I know, man. And you know, You're too responsible. They, they, they didn't buy WWE H seats. My bro goes out. I bet those were fucking badass seats. Oh, man. And I'm sure the Knicks were playing like the Bulls. Like a no, good it was a Nets game. It was a Nets game. Ooh, that's a... They were playing that the Kings. That stadium is good. It was going to be a fun... It was going to be fun. It's a good, or whatever. good place to see basketball. Another <sighs> good place to see basketball. Good place to see you. basketball. Instead, I've just been watching the same fucking cartoons. Oh, oh yeah. I did finally have a... Uh, I don't want to throw... I was telling you, I, I don't think it's throwing anybody... Some, You know what? Just Girl, cut it. Somebody sick. Blame it on the sickness. Uh, somebody farted in my face at a yoga class the other day. Oh, and it was exactly I... the person who you would have thought done it. I have a farty story for you. Perfect. Also work Take it related. off my fart story. <laughs> so it was at work and there's like two dudes, you know, like where I work is a, a brewery. So sports, sports, there's sports yeah. sometimes unless I have control of the TV. Sure. And we're watching Barbarella or Troll 2. Yeah. Stuff that people are like, what the fuck is on television? I was like, deal with it. It's called Farscape. Yeah. <laughs> But I want to watch March Madness. You're going to watch Real Madness. This is Outer <laughs> Limits from the 90s. Exactly. Uh, so there's like two younger dudes, like mid-20s, they're sitting at the bar. And one of them, I was behind, it's just busy, so I'm hustling around. Like One of them farted the v- greasiest, <laughs> like, like offensive. It was offensive, the smell of this. <laughs> to the point of where I was walking, I went, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at these guys and they gave me a look like, what? And I was like, come on, man. <laughs> and they kind of looked at each other and it was just like, check, please. <laughs> I was like, I know it's you. And they're like, what? What? And I was like, it fucking stinks in here, man. Go to the, fu- go outside. You have, you go know to the bathroom. You're lining, yeah. Walk to the bathroom, fart, and come out. And just be like, oh, the guy before me, Jesus. Oh. Not where people are eating, they're the full restaurant. Yeah, that's brutal. Just greased one. And it wasn't even like, ooh, that's unpleasant. Somebody farted. It was, stop you in your tracks. <laughs> like, can we box this? You know what? I'm leaving it. It's tainted. This is like the fucking East Palestine in here. It's so fucking rancid. It's in the soil. Yeah, this this person is just, yeah, I don't, it's yoga. People are going to fart in yoga all the time. Even audibly, it's fine. But this person, like I was telling you, looked like, a bunch of farts got together and was like, hey, do you got a free yoga pass? If we all get together and put on these yoga pants, we'll get in for free. Discount. And I know I don't say that because I've judged somebody 
that looks like a fart. I don't care. I'm saying this personality was a fart. But we all know <laughs> you look like a farter. Some people just have the look. They look like a farter. Yeah, you could tell by how crispy her hair was. She looked like a farter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that dry, crispy hair tells you all. Oh. Not a dry, crispy ass, apparently. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, it's just the perfect timing because it was at the end. You you end yoga, you're laying on your back, it's quiet, and then I bring everybody back, it, reconnect with your breath, and <laughs> so it's shavasana, so you're laying quiet, and I t- take the music off, whatever, so it's quiet, oh, and, then, to, and then what course. I ask, I was like, now, taking your time, just roll over to your right side, and come meet me back, <laughs> come meet me back to seated, where we started an hour ago, shavasana, total quiet, roll over to your right, <laughs> eye contact for the last 15 <laughs> seconds of it because she was sitting right in front of me and I was like <laughs> I'm down here man come oh, on dude wow come on that was a lot and I will say you, I, you gotta give excuse it excuse me, me ma'am do you need a wipe I know I have kids that have to eat now because I didn't just un- I, I controlled my laughter like I didn't like break down and not like just exit and laugh in tears of course you and I are the kids in seventh grade when someone farts. Yes. And not because they're the gross kid that's like, listen to this, like, on mistake. You and I are the first one to go, stand up and go, ah! <laughs> yeah, of course. It was you! <laughs> you are funny. That was so loud. That wasn't, that was worth an excuse me, I will say that. But, but that's uh, what you said, no excuse me? Nothing. No I, pardon? Don't even, not even, a, oh, pardon me. This is the same person I've had in other classes who I've had, like, in weightlifting classes, who uh, I'm like, all right, everybody put down your kettlebell, and she'll throw them. What? <laughs> yeah, just, like, like as if, like, you know, like. So is this female sloth from the Goonies? <laughs> yes, exactly. She'll throw them as in, like, like, one. Two, oh, that last one was, you know, like, oh, don't like, give me like a showboat throw, a show throw. None of that showboat grunting. Yeah. I've worked out and I don't look like it, but I spent some time in the gym working the racks. Naria. Oh, you know what else? Tell You know what else is a fart look? Uh, jogging pants tucked into the socks. That's a fart look, too. Ooh, that keeps it trapped in like a hot air balloon. Thank goodness. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, so I can't smell. It's getting real tight in here. Oh, I watched that. Uh, I finally watched Spiral. Spiral? It is the Chris Rock, Sam oh, Jackson. Oh, Chris Rock's like, Saw he was like, Saw movie. is mine now. I take Saw. He took, Saw well, he executive produced. I thought he wrote it, but he didn't write I or direct it. Uh, maybe, because he didn't, no, he didn't have a writing credit. He just executive produced it, and he's, I think. How's it fit into the. The series. I know you. You have spent some time with the saws. Uh, I've I've spent a lot of time with the saws. Uh, it's it's a big like. So Chris Rock went. If I'm making a fucking, mm-hmm. it's a cop movie. It is a detective movie, and yeah. straight from the mouths of Sacamagundi, Chris Rock said, "If I'm writing a fucking L.A. cop movie, I'm writing an L.A. Oh, cop oh. movie where it's like, shut up, chief." And the yes. chief, she's like this sexy young Latin woman. She's like, get in here, mechanical. And he goes in there <laughs> and she's like, I want to know. Because it starts off with him. He's with this gang of uh, 
like this robbery crew and they all put their masks on and they go rob a drug dealer and then they all Ooh. get into a fucking sports car and they're about to drive away and they're surrounded by cops and the next thing you see is him getting mechanical get in the office he's like she's like who authorized you to join that unit and he's like nobody was gonna bust those drug rings uh cheap she's like i want your bad i was like wow wow this is pure and she's like she's like you just don't belong in this department he's like ever since 11 years ago when i busted that bad cop i've had to look over my shoulders so all the cops hate him because he turned in a dirty cop because he's a narco he's a narc gets a new partner Oh, it is so, so there's not a lot of traps. It is more of an allegory for like, well, no, it's not spoilers. Basically the new saw killer, the spiral killer, he goes after dirty cops and he he puts them in traps the way they're dirty. So if you lied in court a lot, you might lose that tongue. Tongue split. If you, if you fire your weapon at the wrong time, you might lose those fingers, that kind of thing. Ah, If you don't have a backbone. You might get your spinal cord severed. Oh, oh. Let's break that back. All right. All and right. Sam Jackson. Uh, I mean, it's it's certainly uh, Chris Rock is like, and Chris Rock the way he plays it, he's like, mm-hmm. it's he's not he's not picking up an Oscar, but if they gave an Oscar for pure sack of Magundi, he might as well be Steven Seagal, and I don't blame him for it. He's like, I'm making a fucking Saw detective movie. He's fucking okay. pure one-liners, fucking grit in his teeth. They, he doesn't so he doesn't give the goat at all. You know, mm-hmm. drives a fucking sports car. How do you take the his rookie the the rookie who's his partner? He's like, I don't want a rook, chief. She's like, you got one. The rookie comes up. <laughs> McGonagall, how do you take her? Hey, McGonagall, how do you take your coffee alone? It's like, uh, uh, is his name McGonagall? No, I don't think so. Okay. I, was like, oh, I wished it was McGonagall because I was like, that's so close to McGarnagall, which is Simpsons. And I was like, Chris Rock is supposed oh, to that... be my extra favorite person. <laughs> that might be where I'm getting it from. I don't know. Uh, I mean, that's uh, got to be where I'm getting McGonagall from. Well, speaking from Chris Rock, I don't know if you've watched his new special. I liked it a lot. I liked it I a lot. I did too. And I don't know. Like, Ash put it on. It was before my parents came. So it was last week, two weeks ago. Yeah. So it was really fun because she just was like, I've heard people talking about it. Let's watch it. Sure. And it was so fun because I can't tell you the last time I like sat down and watched a comedy special. I know. And there's so many out there, too. And it was really fun and funny. And I and I will say I do understand the criticism, but I don't know why it's getting undue criticism. Uh, what? Wait, like, what's the criti- – I guess I didn't even know he was I, getting I, criticized. I, it's getting criticized because, you know, fucking BuzzFeed needs something to fucking complain about. Is it basically? Is it saying it's too r- racy or something or too? I don't know. Like, but I was like, yeah, like the middle part, Chris Rock got a little lost in the woods for me. Started really funny. I mm-hmm. thought it was really funny. And then there's he does the part about abortions and like he starts to like. I felt like he stepped out of the bits. I think and, I know like, what It was kind of like freestyling. He's like, I need a fucking punch card. I got so many abortions. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tenth yeah, yeah, one yeah, free. Yeah. It's interesting. So I know what you mean because you could tell from the beginning, and I knew where he was going. He had a narrative going on, and Chris Rock yeah, is yeah, pure. Yeah. Oh, no, that, totally. I mean, he's, he's as good as they come. And I feel like he had that going, and then he's like, I got to 
I gotta fill an hour, and I got this mm-hmm. decent bit that works on its own. So, boop! It's not my opener, which has to be money. It's not my closer, yeah. which has to be money. And everybody it's was my waiting filler, for the closer, my jelly, which so, is all the course, Will Smith stuff, which, which he fucked up. Funny. You see that? Um, what? Or did they re-record it? I don't know. What so happened? his closer, when he, he like he had it, it was all punch for punch. He accidentally said the wrong uh, title of the movie earlier. So he said oh, emancipation instead of the thing. Emancipation instead of closure or whatever. He said in the wrong order. And he acknowledged, he said, oh, oh shit, I fucked up. And he had to start it again. So I think they I saw re-recorded. Where he, he redid it. So he redid it. So I saw the one where he didn't matter. It didn't affect the Doesn't bit matter. at all. Other than I funny. could tell him grit his fucking. Because it's like tripping right before the finish line. Even though it's a non thing. Because he's so confident. It. I mean, he oh. was at 50. Five minutes and thirty seconds. He'd come and he back that from that last. lull. Mm. So we watched the Chris Rock one. Yeah, and then we watched uh, Dice Man's first special, Andrew Dice Clay. Sure, it's HBO um, special, which was was really fun to watch because Ash Ash grew up watching stand up comedy because her dad was a teacher. <coughs> okay, at this private school. Mm-hmm. So all the kids that were predominantly boys, because she was the first um, female to go to this all boys school, so they were just like cool dad, and he was like, "Hey, you rich kids with HBO, just take me." Every-. So they'd bring him oh, tapes that's nice. of comedy specials. So her dad and her would just watch, you know, like young comics at at Montreal, you know, sure, like sure, so hosted sure. by John Candy, all the shit we watched. So her and her dad watched a lot of Andrew Dice Clay. So we watched that, and that was really funny. But he had the same thing that it was like it was funny. So we watched Andrew Dice Clay starts funny him him doing his dumb character. Yeah, yeah. And I hated Andrew Dice Clay forever. This is him at the I garden, just, right? I just real no, it's not. It's his special. Oh, okay. Which is before the garden. Gotcha. Um. So it has a little movie up front, and it's funny because he's doing. I didn't get it as a kid. I just was like, he's a bad comedian. Yeah, and I was like, no, he's doing a character. It's a character, of course character. it is. Yeah, doing bits. So he does all the classic bits, and it's so fun to watch people fucking going bananas. bananas yeah, yeah, for that shtick. But he has the same problem. He starts hot and gets the audience, and then same thing, kind of gets lost in the woods, kind of loses the flow, like kind of sure. steps out of character, and like. Starts to talk about gay people and women in a more derogatory, like he's like kind of half stepped out of Dice Man and is just kind of like riffing. It's Andrew, and then he comes back in and closes out as Dice Man, and then we watch Chappelle closer. Yeah, which was great. Same thing though. Same thing. Start strong, kind of gets lost in the woods in the middle because then he kind of wanders off the path. Into the trans stuff, which I understand what he's talking about. And then he closes out strong again. But it's the same sort of like, I guess I've never written a 90 minute special, so I don't know. Punch, punch. And what you're saying makes sense, I guess, because that's what you always hear is you gotta, you gotta, I mean, it makes sense. You gotta be, you gotta get them quick, right? And you gotta end hard. So even though you got great material, mm-hmm. your l- your least great material goes central. Yeah, couch that's, it. That's, you got to yeah. couch it. Yeah. So that, I guess that's why you're noticing that. And also, I think it's like post George Carlin. Like you just can't. 
like he's just so solid like all the way through and everything he's saying is funny but it's also like dropping knowledge yeah so if you're getting close to that you feel like you have to do that too oh you unless mean you're you like have a- to stay like uh you have to stay informative the whole time is that what you're saying yeah i felt I like because I, I could see there, like, I could see the Dave Chappelle's opinion and what he was talking about, and it kind of got out of the realm of, it's part of a bit, and it was just like, I'm telling you what I think. So Which George Carlin did, but it was always, like, couched so tightly yeah. that he found a way to tell you what he thinks, but then, like, you're like, oh, shit, fuck, I never thought about it that way. Yeah, Carlin is pretty unparalleled. So what you're saying is I need to sell these guys my meandering yoga fart bit, which basically yes. just throws somebody for having the farts under the bus and looking for Of them. course. Yeah. 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 My mean fart bit. And then you're going to get, people are going to start atting you online. You're anti-farters. Oh, anti-fart, woke, smoke. <laughs> smoke, woke. Butt smoke. You ain't woke. Hans is over here telling people to put a cork in it. <laughs> Cork it up! <laughs> Did any has anybody done that? Uh, not the fit Andy bit, farts? but the fart bit. Fart bit. <laughs> That's fucking brilliant. Should it be. just tape it to your butt cheek, because it can give you the pH level, so you can be like, "Ooh, that was a rancid one. It's an eight point five, <laughs> and it will give you the pressure." Oh, uh, fart yeah. bit. Uh, best bit. Fart. Bit. He was really dropping knowledge, and then I, what do you think about that he fart, fart bit? bit? It was kind of half-cocked. He said it, and no one laughed, so he stood there and stared at us for 15 minutes. He just kept farting on his watch. And then launched into a closing bit. Uh, Chris Rock's character's name is Zeke Banks. Zeke. And his partner is William Shank. Wait, William Shank? Shank? Oh, Mike Shank. No, yeah. All right. Uh... Uh, yeah, it's Uh, on... on, I think Spiral's on Hulu, so if 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 you want, but... We watched Top Gun Maverick. Oh, you, you watched finally that watched it, huh? Was it good? I will say, because uh, my parents visited, and they're like, have you oh, seen Top right, Gun yeah. Maverick? And when they come, we try and like, hey, man, let's watch a movie we haven't watched. They had seen it, but they were like, it's good. So we watched it. I will say it, it is fun. Yeah. Sorry, and I heard. will say it is probably... When I was watching, it's like this is like the best superhero movie that's come out because it has the same flow of like a Marvel movie, like because it, it's you know it's tethered to an old IP, right? So there are characters you know mm-hmm. and characters you need to see and things you need to like touch touch on, and it hit all these beats of being a silly action movie, but fun, funny. Like, kept the drama. Like, it's just a fighter plane. When you're like, oh, man, it's just that easy? Like, just fucking people in airplanes? Like, that's exciting. Like, I'm a dope. I will watch it. And they build, and it's, of course, over the top. And, like, they have a secret mission against a nondescript country. And the whole premise is they went nondescript? Is it Eastern European? Or you don't see anybody. You they do like classic Top Gun when you see the enemy pilots. Oh, the black. Half black. They look like they're Face. fly for the em- empire. It yes, should be the love Imperial that. Guard. Great. Uh, nondescript look northern. So it's either northern China or Russia or North Korea. 
They don't specify, but the whole premise is Maverick's got to come back and teach these kids to fly this impossible mission. Because they, like, they basically have to fly into a volcano. It's not a volcano, but it looks like a volcano. Yeah. Because there is a uranium enrichment facility there. Uh-huh. So it's basically New Hope. They have to fly That's a trench under radar, fly up into a volcano, an act- inactive volcano, perfectly drop bombs to blow up the top and then shoot it down the air shaft. So it's straight up fucking Star Wars. Wow. A secret but, layer in a volcano, huh? Hell yeah, dude. All right, well, cool. I didn't think they they went that Val wild. Val Kilmer with has it. A, Val Kilmer's in it. Ooh, is Iceman, they jar? bring him back. What is no. he? What is he in it? Uh, nobody is spoiled. I was. I what, he what is, is he? He is the doing? fucking commander of the Western Fleet, dog. He's the big dog. Did does he? Does he look like he looks now? Do they have his, you know, ailment he in plays, there? He plays, yeah, oh yeah. It's part of, the, not to spoil it, but yeah, it's part no, of the it, story. It's fine, I'm not going to watch it. He, or I'm down the road, I'm going to watch If it. you want to kill two hours, it's yeah. fun, it's All funny. Right. If I can get my kids to, to take Teen Titans off the TV, then fine. Which is actually a pretty fun cartoon, by the way. Um, it is, yeah. It's funny. pretty funny. Aaron Horowitz, I don't, I don't know if he, if he wrote comics before or what, but he's a funny writer. Um. So did he put his? Does he have a scarf? Does he have like a a glitterly Val Kilmer scarf on? Uh, I got a big as robe the commander. When you see him first time. Big robe. Big robe. Maverick visits him at home. Does he talk with his like voice modulator? You know what yes. I'm trying to say. His ailment is written into okay. Iceman's character. Oh, cool. So they're seen together. They exchange messages through text. Gotcha. At first, you see pictures of Val Kilmer as Iceman, as the Admiral of the Western Fleet. Sure. All huh. over. Was it a plane crash? No, it's just the same thing. <laughs> Got neck cancer. Oh, come on, man. Even if I was Val Kilmer, I'd be like, maybe a plane crash. or maybe like I, a bullet to the old... Yeah, how about a bullet from a, a, a Nazi An assassination or attempt gone come wrong. Come on, yeah, to... exactly. No, Even so a suicide like... attempt. They interact, and he types on the computer, and then he does speak to Maverick with his actual Val Kilmer voice. Well, that's cool. I didn't, wow, that was really... That movie came out two years ago, and I was always wondering if he was in it, but I was sure I wouldn't know that by now. All right, good, mm-hmm. good for Val. A lot of Anthony Edwards and pictures. Oh, I thought you were going to say Ghost. Ghost, yeah. They talk to him a lot, though. What, in his picture? To his picture? Yeah, Maverick has the bit where he's like, talk to me, Goose. Oh. Anytime shit gets hot, he's like, talk to me, Goose. Is um his love interest from the first movie in it? No. No? Is she I alive? I saw her do an interview. Oh, yeah, she's alive. She was just like, <laughs> she basically was like in the article, was like, look at me. She's like, I look like a fucking grandma because I'm a grandma. Of course I'm not in Maverick. Well, they put Val Kilmer in it. She does, she looks great, it. but she looks like an older woman. Short I would have put her with Val like Kilmer because, you know, what else is he going to get now? That, that neck thing. <laughs> he one of the fucking actor that plays his wife. I think is one of the Brat Pack. Oh, wait! Val Kilmer's wife is in it. Not his actual wife, but his, the actress that plays his wife. They show Val Val. They wrote Val Kilmer so deep into this movie that they wrote a wife in for him. Oh yeah, he got a wife, kids. Why would you even see him with a wife? Doesn't he live on a ship? 
I'm now my- he's home because the <laughs> wife has to go. Maverick, I know it's going to be rough when you see Iceman. Oh, okay. but he's sick. <laughs> I gotcha. I gotcha. So. Oh, it's like Ali Sheedy or something. I forget what movie. After I think it's the. I think it's from Uncle Buck. I think <gasps> it's that's his wife. I think. Ooh, because she, but she was also I in think. that shitty, like, ethereal sitcom of all sitcoms, like, My Uncle's Basement Neighbor. You know the one I'm talking about, where it's like, they live on a beach or something, and they have an annoying, or they're, My Wife and Kids, is it literally called My Wife and Kids? Isn't that her? Oh, with uh, Bob O'Malley, the guy from Remote Control? I th- Yeah, I think so. Isn't that her? And the nerdy guy from uh, Boston yeah. Public? Yes, that's the one I'm talking about. Yes, I believe that is my wife and kids. All right, so you went from my wife and kids to Maverick. Not bad. I think. Buck Don't to me. I have to look kids at the... and to Maverick. Not Buck bad. to Mav. Oh, there you go. Dump that old nerd and get with Iceman. After I will the... say it's it's a cheese ball movie. If you like comic sure book it's movies, great. it's fun. It's a good I, time. I watched... Uh, uh, I was telling you, I think last night, maybe it was two nights ago. It's all, all my days are wiping together. Blend the Boston, the original Boston Strangler, nineteen sixty eight, yeah. with Tony Curtis. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that in ages. That I saw it on TV as a kid. Um, there was something. There's something very ballsy about that movie, because it is all sideswipe, picture in picture, through the whole fucking thing. Which yeah. I was like, that's pretty for a for a major motion theatrical release. That's pretty intense to do. What I, you know, what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. It's oh yeah, all those yeah. perspectives, like three part screen, four part screen, yeah, like panels, yeah. Um, and to not totally make you want to throw it, like to not be totally distracting right, or disorienting. Because, right, it's like the, the Oceans movies where they have the, like, oh, yeah, I guess they, shit's going on up here, yeah. shit's going on down here, then you got a central thing. But usually when you see that, it's all, it's all that's all a speed thing. This is not, yeah. there's no speed to this. No, it's just It's a very sick. slow, meandering <laughs> uh, film. Like, so they're very slow swipes, and there's, like, there's a really cool scene where these two old ladies... You forget how gross the Boston Strangler is. He just goes after these old, old just women with their stockings. Right, that's yeah. the whole thing. He yeah. uses their underwear to kill them. Yes, yeah. It's and then Eesh. poses them horrendously. But it's these two old women. They're like, wait. So you see, um, the screen, and then there's a picture within it, and it's just this dead woman's feet. And they're like, Martha didn't get a mail this morning. Ah, uh, she wasn't feeling well two nights ago. She'll get a mail. She normally gets a mail. So they're having this conversation, this innocuous conversation about the mail. But the whole time you're seeing you're her seeing dead, dead body. Yeah. <laughs> it's really it's pretty impressive. And then old Tony Curtis, who made no attempt to put on a Boston accent or anything. <laughs> just still that stutter. Just like, just like watching Spartacus again. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, are you a Roman gladiator? Yes, I am. <laughs> exactly. Welcome to Rome. I was like, this guy got a gold globe for this, huh? Okay. There's a, and it's like, um, isn't he from like Poland or something? Like he's from like Eastern Europe. Tony Curtis? He's like Kurnisklovsky. Kern- <laughs> like he is... <laughs> I only forgot because uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis won the Oscar, so she referenced like her father was a, like a first generation immigrant from like 
Let's find Fucking out. Hungary. I think he's Hungarian. Tony Curtis, an American actor. Hold on. He was born Bernard Schwartz. Schwartz. Well, he's born in America, I think. Was he? Hold on. Okay. Resting place. Born, yeah, he was born in New York City, baby, in 1925. Died in Nevada doing those Vegas shows, I'm sure. Good looking Singing. guy, that Tony Curtis. Janet yeah. Lee is that is that Jamie Lee Curtis's mom? Yeah, Janet, Janet Lee is from Psycho. Yeah, that's right. Whoa, how many times do you think uh, Tony Curtis was married? TC over under. I give him uh, seven, six. Ooh, I wanted to six say. fucking times. Wow. Oh, Leslie, he was married. He was married to Leslie Nielsen? Leslie Nielsen for 19 years. (laughs) Leslie Allen. Andrea Savio. Lisa Deutsch. Jill Vandenberg. Who's Christine Kaufman? She was... uh... Andy Kaufman in a wig. (laughs) Uh, It was one of his long bits. Wow, I love that Andy Kaufman, you know, doing that weird thing where he sings of the record... He was married to Tony Curtis for five years. For 15 years. <laughs> what he committed, man. Oh, my God. Holy shit. I had... Uh, hey, just a heads up. Well, none of our listeners would ever do this. Teachable moments are not good for yeah, fucking dude. anybody. I had two since I had COVID Even now. children. What? Nobody. Nobody needs your fucking advice or your opinion. I had I just told you guys all my fucking story. And by the way, if you don't know somebody's story, shut the fuck up because we don't know anybody's story. I sent somebody I work for, and I work for two companies that were fucking amazing and have been, and one company that I sent a message right after I tested positive that I, I I'm not going to be able to work tomorrow night. I'm like, oh, oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. I hope you feel better. By the way, thank you. Next time we're gonna need a full twenty four hours in advance, to, so we can cover it. I'll let you know a week before I plan on being sick, <laughs> yeah. and Fucking I'll let idiot. you know that I'll never do you a favor ever again. You just fucked that up. Uh, no, that like that shit. Like we've all gotten that from a boss at some point. But, but when that's you're the forty, point. I just turned forty. I was like, wait, you a just minute. turned forty. Oh. You're like, I have two children yeah. and a wife. I understand what responsibility and i know i put you guys right no one's waiting on open heart surgery from me yeah it's a fucking farty yoga class fucking chuds go take a lap in the pool oh man that made me so fucking mad uh that is you're right but that's the moment you're like oh i see where we live yeah you can call me 10 times and i'll be like yeah phone was unplugged sorry See you tomorrow when I'm scheduled. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. I don't even work for them. I'm an independent contractor. Ooh. Oh, God. But people. And then the other thing is I when I had to go get COVID tests, because you can mm-hmm. get them just a heads up for everybody so you don't have to pay fucking whatever they're charging, 20 bucks, all your insurance covers them. So I called some in just to go pick them up at CVS and they're like, oh, we don't have them filled. They're on the shelves out here. We have to take them from the shelf and put a sticker with your name on it and give them to you because to get them through your insurance. So I was like, yeah, fucking do that. And I'm like, I can pay for them. My insurance is going to cover them. Just put a sticker on it. They're like, you know, you can get these other places. Like, do you have kids? 
They're like, they get them for free at school. I was like, yeah, they don't give them to your kids anymore. They stopped doing that. They're like, well, they give them out at the library. You can even order them through the mail. I'm just like, shut the Give me fuck the fucking thing. Up. Put my name on this fucking box and get me the fuck it's out of all here. all you have Because to I do. literally have COVID right now in your face. Just fucking fill it up. And I got to take it out to test my fucking kids. And you can't cough on them in anger because it's assault. Yeah, right. <coughs> oh, man. I didn't, my, have, uh, I didn't know I had it. Like I said, my parents were in town. So we went to pick them up from the airport. And they flew in Thursday night around like five. So it's like, oh, like in Columbus, that's fucking rush hour. Like it is fucking anywhere. So we drive in and like make the loop, pick them up, and it's fine. But like I mentioned in the past, we live off. We live on the eastern side of the city, so we have this one highway called 71. And yep. I mentioned it. It's like fucking Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. Like, it's fucking the worst. We were driving back, and it's just people like, it's like, hey, it's Saturday. Fast and the Furious. And they're just weaving in between cars because who, you know, who gives a fuck? Right. So we were driving back, and we, like, pull off where our exit is, and we come down the ramp. And then when you come down the ramp, you kind of got to go under the highway to get to our neighborhood. So as we were driving, as we were about to get to the ramp, I was just like, oh, shit, this guy's fucking riding my ass. And I was like, oh, yeah, whatever, fucking assholes. Yeah. 71, dickhead. And then she's like, oh, shit, fucking almost got hit by a car. This guy, because he's riding her ass. She's driving, tries to pass go us, around, and then yeah. the car almost hits him. So we get off turn we're under the highway and all of a sudden here guy comes screaming down drives in the other lane flies in front of us to get to the light yeah and i was like is this the fucking guy that's behind you and she's like yeah so i'm like oh, i got literally my entire family in the car with me right and the light turns green he goes, sticks his hand out, and flips us off and sits there. What? What is going on? And I was seething. Like, I immediately went, and there was a metal water bottle right next to me, and I fucking grabbed it, and I was like, no, 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 don't do it. I can't. And I was like, thank God. That my, and I was like, oh, my parents are in the back. My daughter's here. My wife is here. She's driving. She's like, I'm not going to try and pass him. She's like, I'm too close, but... I, you know, this guy's on, and as I looked, like, he had cut off gloves, yeah, he's yeah. fucking a bunch of phones on his dash, like, yeah. all that, you know, like, that car full of trash, and I was yeah. like, this would turn into one of those early 2000s road rage movies that were all the rage, where yeah. it's like, if I fucking honk at him, if I just go, and I would never do that if my wife is driving it, fucking slam on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, so I was like, ah, better angels of our nature. She was like, I'm not going to honk. I'm not going to pass him. We're just going to sit here. I was like, that's a good idea. Cause if it was me, I'd have been like, oh, you want to fucking flip me off? I'll fucking flip you off, motherfucker. And then that guy would be living in my house right now. That's <laughs> cause he's a fucking lunatic. You just have to, yeah, you have to keep it. And that's one thing about watching those true crime things. Megan, and I just saw it's just, one. That's where you, a guy cut a motorcycle off or or like cut there was a, a husband and wife riding tandem with their motorcycles truck went around cut him off too close or you know annoying 
guy's a piece of yeah. shit. Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah. At a stoplight, the guy parks his bike, fucking slams on the back of this guy's truck, hey, and as soon as he opens a door, the guy fucking shot him in the chest. Yeah. He's just oh, yeah. wait, and he and he claims self defense because he's like the guy was. I thought the guy was gonna hurt me. He came up on, opened my door. So it's sad that one of the greatest road rage things of all time, and it's etched in my head, and it's the nerdiest thing ever. But I always have to think about it because it will always give me pause. And you'll know it once I fully explain it. So the scene is like a dopey fat guy comb over. Mm-hmm. Getting yelled at by his boss at work, driving down the highway at night. This fucking shitty station wagon cuts him off, and he's like, "Not fucking today. I've eaten shit all fucking day. Right, right, Not right. today." It's fucking honks and cuts him off. Like, yeah, chews him out. It's the fucking Joker. Right. It's one of my favorite episodes of the fucking Batman animated series because the dumb dad cuts him off, and then the Joker basically, I. It's basically the premise of Fight Club. You like you see him in his fucking holiday hat, and yep. he just goes, mm, drives him off the road, and he's like, "Give me your fucking license." And the guy's like, "You're the fucking Joker. You're fucking insane. Why are you dressed in a Hawaiian shirt? There's probably <laughs> bodies in the back. You killed right. the family." He's like, "Give me your license. You owe me." And that's the whole premise of the episode. And the guy goes on. And he's like, "Oh." He didn't kill me. I'm fine. I'm going to I'm going to be a better man. I'm going to keep my temper. I'm going to be a good dad. And he's playing catch with this kid and the Joker rolls up and is like, "Get in the fucking car. You fucking owe me." And that's the whole oh, premise of the episode. It's just, I don't dopey remember dad that. has to fucking work for the Joker. Oh, I love that premise. That's a great idea. Oh, it's so good. It's such a great little episode. I'm surprised. That's like a nice It's little like season fun 1. It's like episode. the 7th episode. Hmm. It's really good. But it is straight up Fight Club. Like, yeah, it's exactly And this is like is. years before Fight Club, but he does. He's like, give me your license. I'm not going to forget you. So, yeah, you can thank the Joker. I'll keep my, keep my cool. Just t- Yes, take it easy. Just fucking drive. Unless I'm wearing the clown makeup. So what do you think? Lab leak? Oh, fuck. Isn't that <laughs> fucked up, dude? How, how about that, huh? How about that shift, huh? Uh yeah, they admitted it, so it's it's got to be right. You know what the fucked up part is? Is that the lab was funded by the United States government. <laughs> it's not weird. It's not it's like not weird. It's, there's nothing. Uh, there's nobody to blame. There, nothing's come I out mean, that they're is, like. But... Well, there is. Yes, it's the reason there's it nobody is because they can't do it in the United blame. States, right? I don't think that's it... why they were like COVID has bits of the HIV virus in it. Oh, right. Because they were trying to make a stronger COVID. They right? were trying to make a chimeric weapon <laughs> and some dope fucking got on their shoe. <laughs> Wipe that mayonnaise off his face with a dirty hand. Meanwhile, all these raccoon dogs are getting fucking drowned just, in like, the river. Wet market. Fucking Christ sakes. <laughs> Yeah, it comes from the guys who eat dogs. They made us all sick. <laughs> yeah, that is kind of, once you say it like that, it is pretty racist, isn't it? Like, who's writing this? Fucking Chester A. Arthur? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, I gotta get out of this fucking house. <laughs> and that's, a, that's a weird thing about it, too, is like, we're also to the party late. Yeah. Quote, unquote. I mean, that's a pretty gnarly thing to say but like nobody gives a fuck that you're homesick with covid you know what i mean 
because yeah. we've never had it before. So I even talked to a doctor and he was like, I did a telehealth because I was like, my, my youngest kid's not vaccinated. She's only two. Like, what do I need to like, isn't there a drug I can take? It's just like, it's a, it's like, it's a virus. Soup. Take it, sleep it off. I was just like, All isn't right. it crazy how the shift, how much has changed? Yeah. So it's sort of like, for me, it's like, well then couldn't we have just done this three years ago and just been like, Cool. You know what? You know, if you're sick, stay home. You know, take some medicine if you need Tamiflu. If you need that, like, do it. Try not to get other people sick. You know, it's like human fucking decency. It's just courtesy. Yeah. If you're ill, don't get other people sick. Are we going into Rogan territory here? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it then. Do you want to know how strong you can be if you only eat raw liver? Oh, do you hear about that dude, the the yeah. meat guy who turns out he was it. just taking? I fucking love it. it's just anabolic eighty steroids. Just that's it, eighties roids. Yeah, fucking old school roids. Oh my god, yeah. You are right. Oh no, that's 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 the thing we're missing though, Casey, is because because the 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 vaccine is the difference, right? So you don't get as sick with once you got the vaccine, right? Isn't that the I difference? They say. Like, I don't know. I don't know either. Know I'm not gonna. Yeah, I don't know. I just know I have it now, and I don't know. Um, I just want. It's amazing. I I can't taste or smell anything. Right. It is the Crazy. weirdest feeling. Now I'm just eating things that's pure texture, just to see what texture is without the right. other things. Like I was ate a box of dots last night. Like you know, it's sweet. You can feel it hurt your teeth. You can't taste but it, but it's just this... all pure. It's like chewing on rubber. It's like a, it's a right, sensory it's like thing. A, like sensory deprivation. It's very like interesting. That's the thing, talking to people who had COVID and like you lost sense of smell, sense of taste. They're just like, it puts you in such a strange mindset. Because they're like, I don't even know. You know, like you, you don't realize how much you look forward to that right. basic human like Ooh, I'm gonna treat myself to a couple Hershey kisses. Right, right. You know, I need a little like. To, ooh, pick me up, pick me up. And now you're just basically temperature. I want something hot or I want something crunchy. Right. No joy. No There's nothing. nothing. Like I have my like. I know the coffee I'm drinking is super strong right now because I can feel the caffeine in my veins, but can't taste it I, at all. There was this really internet. This is years and years and years ago. <laughs> Uh, there was this, it's always stuck with me. It was this NPR um, interview with this guy. He had something with his like uh, his stomach or his throat or whatever. Basically, he couldn't eat. Yeah. So he had like a a stomach pump. Oh, oh. So yeah. he was getting bag, just yeah. nutrients just straight into his body. Sure. Well, they healed his. I think it was his stomach. It had something to do with his stomach. Mm -hmm. um, so they were just pumping nutrients, and so he couldn't eat anything wasn't allowed to eat solid food right right so it was like a month or something it was like an extended amount of time and he talked about how strange it made him like how disconnected he became from actual reality like he talked about that was one of his kids birthday so yeah. they had made this like giant chocolate cake like a sitcom cake sure like three-tiered thick fudge fudgy <laughs> and it was gonna be for his kid and yeah. his wife came in and he was just like massaging it with his hands like he stuck <laughs> his hands in it 
and was like touching it and like mushing it between his fingers. Sure. He didn't even realize. He just was like, "This looks so delicious," and he knew he couldn't want to connect it. to it, right? But his urge was to like between <laughs> his fingers and shit, like <laughs> like an ASMR video. And his oh, wife came and right. was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" He's like, "What?" And he's like, "Oh my god, I didn't even like just that fucking animal brain took over." And he said he was take. There was other incident. He's taking his dogs for a walk. And he smelled like pork chops on a grill. Yeah. And was just like, and like, well, like a Looney Tunes cartoon, like the scent just picked went, him up by him the up. nose and he just like left his dog and he f- like floated. And I assume, I think he was in Brooklyn. So it was like one of the little gated like brownstones. So he like put his dog on this fence and walked through this gate and went in this backyard and saw these pork chops on the grill and just started Flipping them. them. (laughs) Flipping them. Like he started, he was just like, they're going to burn. They're going to burn. And was like futzing, like preparing this food. And the guy came, like, (laughs) chased him off. And he's like, I'm sorry. I can't eat anything. Like he just was stealing his pork chops. Like he's like 20. Psychotic. Yeah. Just. I can see. I feel, I do feel very, very disconnected. At least this is the time of the year when, uh, the city's starting to heat up, you know, that winter oh, cold yeah. is leaving and the, the spring comes and all those scents start getting released from that New York you, City actually, groundwater. Actually, it's a blessing. Monkey paw blessing. Yeah, it is a little monkey paw blessing. It is a little... You can't tell if that puddle is water, piss, or poop, or all of them <laughs> together. I don't know. I can taste it. I still wouldn't know. Is that a bottle of dew? Doesn't matter. Can't taste <sighs> it. Good, 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 good. Oh man! What else is going on? Oh, I, I mean, couldn't we? Have... Uh, oh, we got rooked into this awesome nerdy thing. Uh, when my parents were here, there, there's a science museum. Yeah, in Columbus, and it just so happened they had the opening day. So I was licking my chops because I am a dweeb, and it's this Tutankhamun exhibit. Ooh. Cool. At the Science Museum. And it opened when my parents were here. Cursed. So Ash got tickets for it. And I was like, ooh, I can't wait. Mm, get to see riches from the past. You know? So we go, and it's like super, like you got to reserve a time and you have a certain amount of time in the exhibit. And it's the same museum. Um, last winter, they had this really awesome Marvel exhibit hmm. okay. that had. It was just the history of Marvel Comics and it had costumes, but it was set up really cool. They had like Jack Kirby pages, Steve Ditko pages. That's very like cool, yeah. Actual comics. So for me, it was just I got to nerd out and like look at old art. Right. Actual art. Um, so it's in the same area. So it's this interactive Tutankhamun thing. So Ash got tickets for my parents, us, and Harvey because we thought it would just be a walkthrough like that. But it was this you had to have these, like, sound paddles. Okay. So, immediately, we're like, oh, fuck. Like, Harvey doesn't give a shit. Like, she likes to look at cool stuff, but I'm like, oh, no. This is very immersive! And I won't have time to do any of it! The thing Uh, didn't fucking work, so I was always, like, two stations ahead, (laughs) and there's, like, a movie in the middle. that sucks, yeah. And my daughter doesn't want to sit through a fucking movie about the guy who found Tutankhamun's tomb in 1912. Nicked himself shaving. 
And then so we laughed. So it was it was cool. Like so we were like it was this tiny room, and we're like, is this it? Is this fucking it? We paid money for this. Is this it? And they're like, no, no, you need to um sit through this twenty minute um backstory, and then you can go on. And we're all share. Like, nope. Walking through. Excuse me. Excuse me. Sorry. Sorry to interrupt. Sorry to interrupt. Go through the movie around the corner. That was really awesome. But they like recreated. So basically you were discovering the tomb. King Tut's tomb. Oh, interesting. And what it was like. And it had what was inside of it. Pots of honey. Like pot. They had all the jar. They recreated all the jars, like all that crazy shit. And I didn't realize, and the biggest part of it was the whole length of this wing was, he was like a Russian doll. I didn't realize, like, he just wasn't in the classic sarcophagus okay, that has, you know, him with the cross, cross the crooks yeah. and the thing. So he's, they wrap him in shrouds, put the cool gold helmet that we all know f- from King Tut. Yep. And then put him in another small sarcophagus. Put him in the classic one that you expect from a mummy movie. Yep. And then they put him in a series of five gold boxes. Huh. Up to basically it's the size of the room you're in is the last one. Oh, so wow. you have okay. like there was so much extra work, so you gotta take this box out of this box, out of this box, out of this box. And I was like, that's pretty fucking ingenious. Like, if he is that important, like to lock him up so deep, you're like Eh, fuck it. Like, if you're a grave robber, you're like, I don't got time for this shit. I'm just going to steal that jar of old honey. It's still good. The, apparently, the jar of honey they had still good. That's funny you mentioned that. Sarco- they, uh, I watched a documentary last night called The Lady in the Iron Coffin. Uh-huh. So, in 2011, in Queens, in Corona, doing some construction, guys thought they hit a pipe. They hit a casket so in 19 in the or excuse me in the 1830s before embalming the way they preserved bodies for viewing was in what was called a fisk casket it was an airtight iron casket iron cast iron casket that had a face plate that could be opened up to view the face fucking things yeah and so you can view the face, and then before they bury it, they close that back up, and well, they screw it shut. So they they found they hid an iron casket and Corona Queens from eighteen thirty something. They dated this forensic um, archaeologist. They dated back, but the body was like perfectly preserved, still riddled with smallpox. Like they had to bring oh, the they, got- they had to bring the CDC in, yeah, because they were <laughs> oh like God. the CDC is like, no, that's how old's the body? And then they showed a picture. They're like, oh shit! So they got all fucking geared up and went in, and I guess Ooh, that the, smallpox the, is ready. Put me in, coach. It's killed more people than anything, yeah, in, in human history. Uh, but they they didn't find any viral DNA, but they like were able to track back. But these fist caskets, man, they were, and it was a bum fist casket. Like that had like a, it had an imperfection because it turns out it was an African-American woman. Um, and they were like, you know, just historically wise, they're like, these were very expensive. It would be very surprising mm-hmm. that this, this black woman the would 18, be yeah. buried in, in one of these iron caskets. But it turns out that they, it was really impressive traced it back through like um, records and all that literally found out who it was. 
and who she worked for, and I guess why she had this casket because um, she worked for this guy who was like, I think I got a, a bum casket sitting around. We can yeah, just yeah. <laughs> she's nice enough. <laughs> God, the bum fisk casket. Yeah, the fisk, the old fisk, very creepy looking. Um, Fisky. Yeah. Well, I read something speaking of bringing things back from the past, and I was like, really? Do we need this? Because it's probably going to be sentient and not be very happy. They want to bring back. They're like, oh, the we, didn't, we got enough technology. Uh, Woolly Mammoth. Oh, yeah. I heard that, too. Uh, why? To put it in Bahrain, you know, to fucking one of those islands, man-made islands. I don't know, because they can. Oh, so they're actually doing it. So they don't even take warning from shitty TV. You, you can't even simplify warnings enough for people. You can't even. That's sim- my thing is, why? Why? Wooly. Oh, why not? Go, go. Oh, I also. Bring it back to life and put it in a cage. Yeah, exactly. Put it on Thank an island. you. God. I'd that rather fucking, be extinct and free. That is monstrous, actually. Jesus. Well, let's just bring back uh, Abe Lincoln and throw him in a cage. Put him in Look a, at him. Him in a he fist. He looks just like put him. Put him in a fist. I was just born. <laughs> put him in a casket. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, I we because we also went to the Ohio Historical Museum, and this I learned the etymology of stool pigeon. Oh, okay. Because it's an extinct pigeon from North America that humans in the 1800s hunted into extinction. Okay, like they're one of those birds that are so plentiful they blot out the sun. Right, but they're dumber than New York City pigeons. Sure. So the stool pigeons. pigeon etymology comes from when people were hunting this type of wild pigeon, they would put a fake one literally on a stool or on a perch. Gotcha. And then the dopey pigeons would be like, hey, that's my friend. Is this Mary Melodies? You... Yeah. No, that's exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, no, I get it. Stool pigeon. You're fucking faking out, faking out the other rest of the fucking Gambinos. I heard line of the cops. It's so interesting because I was like, uh, I heard uh, a podcast on the shipwreck that Moby Dick was based on, and oh, where all shit. these guys okay. went, and some of the guys, and and they ended, they ended up being cannibals, and all this stuff happened on one part, but some guys ended up washing ashore to an island that had never seen mankind before so it had all these birds that weren't didn't care about humans whatsoever like weren't skittish at all so they just fucking literally ate all these (laughs) like hundreds like hundreds of island birds that just had no idea Uh, what they were in for these scurvy ridden (laughs) fucking shit people (laughs) god oh man just didn't know what was happening that's funny we were um we actually rewatched it before my parents came because I read this article that was about. Did you ever see that Russell Crowe movie, Master and Commander? Uh, I'm familiar. I think I have. With Paul Bettany. Uh, oh, that's actually a I, good I'm movie. I'm familiar with it. I don't know if I did. I'm getting mixed but up with Lame Is. It has it, it has come into its own now because it wasn't a huge hit when it came out because it came out after Gladiator. So everyone's like, "Give me some fucking sex and violence." I think they're making Gladiator too. They are with Denzel Washington. Get out of here! Really? And they're courting him for it. I don't know what it's about. I'll, I'll take it. 
I remember uh, Russell Crowe asked Nick Cave, the musician, to write a sequel for Gladiator back in the 90s huh. or in the early 2000s. And it sounded fucking amazingly insane. And Nick Cave. So Nick Cave's Gladiator 2 was Russell Crowe goes to basically Washington Valhalla. <laughs> Actually, he does. <laughs> so Russell Crowe character maximus whatever his name is goes to fucking valhalla the warrior's heaven and just like purgatory like a land of gray desolation and then while he's there he gets the opportunity finds out like descendants of his family are now the christians being fed to the lions a hundred years after he was there so we're getting into jesus territory sure so he's made an offer by the gods, would you like to return to Earth? So Russell Crowe's character is reincarnated in this later era of Roman history. Huh. He fights in the arena to save his relatives, I think, and free the Christians being sacrificed. But then the movie continues. He dies again uh-huh. and is reincarnated again. So he end up in a so fisk? He he should have because he keeps getting reincarnated through history, and he just is get basically this perpetual soldier uh-huh. throughout time. So it's like Forrest, like ends. Lieutenant Dan. He then the movie ends. He goes to Washington. The movie ends, and he works at the fucking Pentagon. That is wild. The original Gladiator had nothing to do with like it was it was Roman, but it wasn't like mythic. It wasn't right. No, he just he it was like. It wasn't magical. It was just no, Roman no, times. Just yeah, gladiator movies. So then they were considered War the World War One. Yeah, he's gonna fight in Baston, and he's gonna fight on the Rhine. He's gonna every war after he was in. Apparently, nice. until he's missing his legs. But this master and... in commander thing, and I was like, oh, it's so good because it has it has had a resurgence now. Yeah, and it has this just because it. And if you watch it, it's really cool. And the crux of the movie is sort of the relationship between Russell Crowe and Paul Bettany. Okay. Like they're, Paul Bettany's the doctor on the ship and Russell Crowe's the captain. So they have these scenes like they're like best friends. Like it's had a resurgence because it's not like overly like gladiator, like machismo, macho man, masculine. It's a very like brotherly, like every night the two of them play the fiddle and the cello together. Okay. And it's it's just a lot of like brothers in arms like it's very Victorian. So it has this resurgence cuz people are like that's real men there. They're just like just intelligent men. And it's like ship life and it like makes being a sailor look cool cuz everybody everybody plays their part and they go in these places and they they're going after Napoleon's sh- like favorite war galley and everybody's working as a team. It's a good movie, but it's had this resurgence of people. Like, of course, some of it's slash fiction because they're like, they're gay. (laughs) They love each other. (laughs) Okay. But I guess the book, I guess it's based on a series of books. And all I could think about was like, oh, right. They're like the Clive Cussler books. Uh, It's like middle aged men love a good shit fair and yarn where we we all work together. A real person. Or is that it's some probably robot? one is of that... those like mono minds where it's like seven people who write 
Right? Clive Cussler books. That's not a real name. Because I swear to God, I saw, and if, for anyone who doesn't know, if you've ever been to a used bookstore, you've seen his work. He does a lot of maritime naval stories. Yeah. You know, like battleships or PT cruisers. But he's written like 900 books. 100 books. I know, it's crazy. I saw one that's about a junk ship. Like, it's probably a, a Shanghai pirate right. story. And I was like, he ran out of boats. He wrote so many books. But like, like who's Daniel Balnaducci? Like, how do these guys write a book I don't every know, fucking month? How is that possible? I guess if you just, it's like one of those, it's if you write so many words a day, man, it doesn't matter what the words are, but you put, you put in your 500 words, shit, it's a couple pages. So, I mean. End of the week, you got a couple chapters. So there's no, there's no editing. Like, you're not going back over that chapter, right? You're not, you're not going back. I would imagine in that sausage factory of creating something. Wow, yeah. I'm sure he just, he writes, gives it to an assistant. pages off. They scan it, send that shit to the fucking publisher, and then they scan it, and then they just wait, and once you hit your... Page count, those are like, what, 250? Yeah. 300? Yeah. Then they send it off to You know, to you some... write five pages a day, you can get a book out in a month. Yeah, I guess, man. How come I can't do that? I don't because you have scruples. <laughs> I don't think I do. Well, you got to get a formula. That's what you're missing. All right, need you a need formula. a good formula. All right. Well, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I always try and be too artsy. My formula's just got to be... I don't know what are they people live under the ground uh, live under the earth. Hansi, I got your Magma formula. We people. were talking about it earlier when I sent you that Hogan picture on your birthday. Okay, go ahead. Eighteen hundred strongman. Oh yeah, who solves crimes oh, and travels with the circus. That's not bad formula. That's poker Done. face business right there. Go town there to town, go. town to town. You don't have. You don't need a. You don't need an, an Archie narrative. Just go Each for it. Each book is a different town, different that's problem, and then you got. Cast of characters. Cast of characters. That's not. That's mm-hmm. a good stuff right there. There you go, buddy. It's right in front of us. Tom Strong. <laughs> that's actually an Alan Moore comic book. Really? Yeah. I keep. I keep pulling names that are that are, are already exist. See, there you go. I, I want. I want Hogan. Pull a real idea. That was our pitch. Hogan versus H. H. Holmes. Oh, World's. Yeah. Oh God, he can solve fair. a serial killer. Oh, fucking yeah. crooked. You know. Crooked land boss. Oh, I love mob. That. It's the Prohibition era, twenty roaring twenties. Oh, it's actually pretty fun. He's getting into good clubs. He's getting kicked out of clubs. Moonlight says is a muscle. How about strong the- man by day, muscle by night? I love a good old strong man. Like that's that picture I sent you. The strong man all the way on the right. Oh yeah, those high briefs. Those that boots, just- high briefs. <laughs> Those were, I don't even know if you could call those briefs. That was like a... They were a almost nothing at all. <laughs> no, no. I'm talking about the far right, like the oh. big girthy guy. It oh, was like yeah. a potato sack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the best. You're so big and strong. They're like, we physically don't have enough fabric to cover your your body, Atlas. <laughs> Let's cover him in a ship sail. But he had no definition, which may, means he was he was really a strong fucking. Put a plow to this guy. Yeah. Jesus Christ. That's do you go plow a field for a kindly family? Oh, that's good. All you got to do is read one Mickey Spillane book. Mike Hammer is the character. Uh huh. Fucking dirtbag detective. Read one of those. Those are like 90 pages long. 
There's your formula. Same thing. Lady shows up to his office. He's like, ah, that dame's got some gams on her. And he's kind right. of a pig. Yeah. Kind and- of racist. There's a lot of racist shit in there because it's from the 50s. But it, it moves, baby. Someone comes with a problem, he solves a problem, beats people up, goes back. Eh, That's my the thing, steak. right? Because people are going to go to the strongman in the circus at that era because yeah. they, they need somebody to solve their problem. Who's going to solve it? Somebody that's strong. The strongest man. If you purport yourself as the strongest man on the planet, you got to solve some problems. But does that take away him being a strongman because he can solve things with his strength? Does that like take away your relatability? Because he's got to be smart, too, right, I mean, to solve things. Can't just be a brute. That's the twist. He's not actually that strong. It's all a gimmick. What is he? It's all inflated? a work. just got a big you strong suit a thousand on. pounds. It's just an empty fucking thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's, oh, it's so it's all con- circus work. Oh, that's good if he isn't actually a con man. But you, don't you have to have... Re- no, you didn't have to have muscles back then. You just were just a bigger guy. Make him believe that. He's just, just tall. Like, he's taller than everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy clowns. Oh, that's fun. That's fun. There you go. There you go. That's all you need. There you Put go. that COVID-addled brain to work. Oh, I try. Like, uh, that's a thing, though. I actually, because, you know, like, I, I can write from home, and I was like, I'm sick. I don't have anything to do. Thank God. So I sat down this morning, went to write. It was like, oh, it's the worst. Holy fucking. It's the fucking worst. Just, like, teeth out of my brain just to write a sentence. And I don't have to put thought into what I write for this company, but it was so hard. It's like, oh, you don't fuck. want it. Yeah. You're just like, I feel like shit. Why? What's the yeah. point? You get into that despair of like, what's the fucking point? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What matters? It doesn't matter. Nothing matters. That, what I do doesn't matter. That's it, too. Yeah. And that's the thing, because I had that like, um, I was like, well, I got a, I had a lot of work to do. I was going to teach like a bunch of classes yesterday. And we all test positive Tuesday, so I was like, I'll test negative on Saturday and I'll go to work on Sunday. And then when I tested positive on Saturday, I was like, no, like, more, just fucking money, like, but then when, when that passes, you're just like, it doesn't matter. It does not fucking, none of this construct really (laughs) matters. I'm no hungrier now than I was yesterday, than I'll be the following day. That I know of. I don't know. <coughs> God. Well, what do you say? Uh, well, I guess there's. we love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Nothing you can do about it. Squeezed a hot 140 out of it. Did something. Yeah, got it. Five pages a day. Five pods a day, five, baby. Five, five minutes five, a day. Oh, my God. <laughs> five pods a day. That is Joe It's like Rogan. Kevin Smith before he started smoking weed. Oh, God. That's not bad though. I keep just thinking. Five pages. I keep just thinking. Five pages. You could go back. I, I always. I just never do. I don't know why. It's pure material. We create material every week. Just go back and start listening. To jerk practice from F one on, and just cotton pick ideas and just make oh, sure, a fucking modge podge. Bob Dylan, empty out the bucket with your little word phrases of a fucking crazy. Uh, 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 Bukowski and fucking madness novel, like you know, a, like a weird zine, like strange book. Yeah, yeah no, totally. Fucking who's that? Who's that nut that we were talking about that lived under a fucking gym? That oh, uh, Burroughs. Burroughs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Naked Lunch. You ever try and read Naked Lunch? 
I know better. <laughs> you should. I, I start. I was like, that's for a single man on the hunt. Naked lunch. That's when you're trying to impress an art school girl. That's it. Yeah, exactly. It's beyond me. Because it's just like the beginning's just him waiting behind a guy trying to go to a turnstile at a train. He's like, he thinks I'm sexy. He's a queer. It's just like, all right, William. And I get it. It's 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 a it's one of those books where you're like. It's not necessarily like what it's about, but it's where it like puts you in your in 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 your headspace. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And it's like eh, I'd rather read my book about how Dante's Inferno is actually an occult. Give me my Clive Baldaducci. I know, right? I want to read about a junk ship, <laughs> a, a junk strong ship man docking on a desert island full of Amazonians. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a pulp guy. Give me something. I was like, I want to read a paragraph about how busty this captured woman is. Yeah, you're right. And then about how hunky the guy that is is going to save her. Jerk practice, jerk practice. Sketch boys love to reminisce. Yeah. Nobody in history did more for the farmers of our country than I did. I got them $28 billion, with a B, $28 billion from China based on how they were unfairly treated before me by the Chinese government. They were treated very, very badly. People couldn't believe it. Nobody's going to win with the farmers. But Donald J. Trump, I got him $28 billion. I saved ethanol, and I made farmers happy and rich again. And they're doing a fantastic job. And you know what? Someday it'll become time for them to leave this beautiful earth, and they'll be able to leave their farm without taxes to their children. I got rid of the death tax on farms so that when you do pass away, on the assumption that you love your children, you can leave it to them and they won't have to pay tax. But if you don't love your children so much, and there are some people that don't, and maybe deservedly so, it won't matter. Because, frankly, you don't have to leave them anything. Thank you very much. Have fun.